The Super Flaws podcast is meant uh, for an adult audience only. It may contain uh, sexually oriented content. Please be aware of your surroundings. Listener discretion yeah. is advised. Superballs podcast and radio show streaming in 30 different avenues starting not today. Uh, this is Frank and Jeff coming in hot. What up? Get it on. Got to get it on. No choice but to get it on. My pants are so hot right now, Frank. Mine too. Uh, Jeff, I don't know if you want to start out by telling the listeners how they can uh, contact us, but that would be great. Well, we got several different avenues. Got that Twitter that just started up there, at SuperBallsPod. You can reach us on Facebook. You can reach us in your Box of Life cereal. There's going to be a CD-ROM in there that you uh, download into your uh, gateway uh, home uh, desktop computer. If you don't like that, we are also on, what, Stitcher? Help me out here, Frank. We got SoundCloud. Or not SoundCloud. That oh one sucks. <laughs> you, you've got all the wrong avenues. Um, the first and foremost, I want to put out there that we are located on Spotify, which is the probably best the, one. That's probably the the best one that you could uh, use to listen to us. Uh, however, we are we are on multiple channels here. Give me one second. I'm gonna go ahead and bring those up. I carved a sweet ass jack o' lantern last night, Frank. Ah, dude, tell me about it. This it, is the Halloween episode. Ooh, spooky balls. <laughs> is that is that what we're doing spooky balls podcast? Yes, I just thought of that one. Did you really? Yo, did you hear that, man? What? It sounds like there's a third person in here. Who just said that? <laughs> I don't know if you're if you're joking right now. I no, because I mean, someone just said something about spooky balls, but it's not. That's not even what it's called. It's called super balls. <laughs> Frank, do you think this? Do you think this conference room is haunted? Dude, I I would not put it past any of these rooms to be haunted, including this one, especially this one. What year was this building made? There's some old-ass buildings up. up in I here. I could definitely look it up. There's some old-ass motherfucking buildings in this city. Why is this being such a bitch? Almost as if there's another entity here in this room messing with Frank. Uh, no, everybody. I actually I felt a chill on the back of my neck just now. It's it's less of that. <laughs> it's less of a ghost and more of me being not prepared. Uh, you can actually find us on the following uh, different channels. Um, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, yes. Hell yeah. Castbox, mm. Google Podcasts, Fuck yeah. Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, and Stitcher. Burr, burr, burr. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna look up when this building was uh, built. Yo, check out these check out these jack o' lanterns that the lady and I put together. Which one was the ladies and which one was yours? Guess. Let's see if you can guess. I'm gonna say that yours was probably on the left from my point of view. 
Cause it's How'd the, you guess that? Because it's the less feminine one. Oh, okay. The other one looks like uh, Jack Skellington, and I feel like that's a real ladies' move to go in for the uh, the cutesy Nightmare Before Christmas stuff. It's a basic bitch move there, Frank. Back to you. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't call, I didn't call your girl a basic bitch by any means. It's fun to use bad words in a newscaster voice. Basic bitch. Coming at you live. Sounds like that was a basic bitch. Back to you, Frank. And yes, my hair is aflame. Did you ever see Little Nicky with the, what's his face in it? <laughs> no, I, I didn't. Uh, I don't think I saw Little Nicky in its entirety. I think I saw bits and pieces on uh, TV. Should yep. I revisit that this Hollow's Eve? Uh, it, it wouldn't be a bad idea. I mean, it's a great movie. Um, and you don't like Sandler either. Is that correct? Uh, I, it's a complicated relationship. I felt like Sandler had some really good hits. However, those really good hits have to really coincide when you see them. Uh, Sandler's biggest hits, in, in my mind, are Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore. Great movies. Great movies. When I saw those movies, my humor was not as mature as it, as it is today. So... Looking back, it really synced up with me and my humor, so I found them hilarious, and I still find them funny, but more in, in a nostalgic way than more than more in that way than I would find those same jokes funny today. Like uh, example, like you don't you don't think back fondly of any uh, Billy Madison you, or I'll, Happy Gilmore I'll give quotes. You an, I'll give you a very good example. So I can go back, watch the movie, and see Chris Farley kiss a penguin and deep throat its beak. <laughs> man in a penguin suit and i will laugh really hard but then i'll i'll hear my mom and her stupid best friend talking to each other and they'll quote the movie to each other and they'll try to be funny but they're so old and my mom is actually true story the same age as adam sandler and it's just when they joke about it and like they do the stupid voice to each other it's just so pathetic and unfunny probably too much dust on their pussy there frank back Prop- to you <laughs> Traffic on the eights. Uh, we got uh, we got uh, full stoppage on the two ninety, and uh, we got uh, some rain clouds moving in. Might want to carry an umbrella with you out for the morning commute. There might you might be getting wet on uh, your commute if you take public transport. Make sure you you plan for extra time. Traffic on the eights. Oh, thank you there, Frank, our traffic slash weatherman. We're, this is something we're trying out where he does traffic and weather, and uh, those got too much dust on them, Frank. <laughs> First of all, this is the Halloween podcast. You were asking Whoa. me earlier. You're asking me earlier what year this building was built. Got a date of construction start 1963, construction completion 1965. That that is ancient for us Americans. Jeff was but a twinkle in his dad's eye <laughs> and but a seed in his nuts. Oh, also have I ever told you, Frank, when I studied abroad in Granada, Spain? What was her name? Shouts! Oh, wow. That's that's an entirely different podcast there, Frank. But the classroom that we were in, in Granada, Spain, was older than the United States. Constructed 1710. And that was just a building that they use regularly today. Puts it all into perspective, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, have you ever heard of the term, uh, a country is a real Granada? Never. They reference it in Wolf of Wall Street. Basically what it is is Granada is this country that is so third world and without defense that any invading country will absolutely win. So every, anytime there's like a, a legal case to be fought and it's going to be easily won by the prosecution, they call it a Granada. No shit. No, no, no shit at all. I can't believe I've never heard that one before. It's a real thing. Check out Wolf of Wall Street. They reference it because 
uh, when the FBI is prosecuting Jordan Belfort, the FBI agent calls him a Granada, hands down. I got to shout out. I got to shout out Granada CF. This is not a sports podcast, he's but got to shout out. them out because I'm wearing their camiseta today because he's they're in first place. He's got to shout out their camiseta, everyone. They're in first place in La Liga for the first time since 1973. What up, Granada CF? Granada Club de Football. Frank, <laughs> do you like candy corn? You know what? Everybody hates on candy corn. It's complicated because, A, I don't mind it. However, uh, listeners may or may not know. They don't know unless... I don't know that I mentioned it before when we had the podcast. I have a sensitivity to red dye, and uh, candy yes. corn is made to, to be orange with said red dye, so I, I definitely can't eat it, so I don't buy it. But I don't imagine it's going to taste too horrible. I, I feel like it would just taste like sugar and wax. Tastes fucking good, and it gets a bad rep. Like It's, it's the candy that everyone loves to hate. It's like the Nickelback of candies, if you will. The Drake of candies. Yes. Although no, nah, a lot of people, a lot of people will say they like Drake, but would you nobody say, owns up I to think, Nickelback. I think, correct me if I'm wrong here, I would say that Drake is the Nickelback of hip hop. Sure, I would. I would also say that. Uh, I would also say that um, candy corn's fucking delicious. Candied apples are more trouble than they're worth. Let me tell you something about candied apples. So I used to live in the city in Portage Park, and the school used to have fundraisers with candy apples with a company called Affy Tapple. And this Affy Tapple company had a factory where they would make them, I don't even know where, I remember driving by, actually coincidentally drive by every so often on accident. However, reason I bring that up is because <laughs> shortly after my family bought a box from the school on the super cheap, because those are never expensive, um, half of the, the candy apples in that box were rotten, Ugh. And that's the worst because there's no way to tell with a candied apple or a caramel apple if it's going to be rotten or soft or, or what the deal is. Sometimes you bite into it and you take a risk. You can lick my nuts, Frank, if you think you, can cover, you can cover a piece of fruit with caramel and that makes it good. Well, you cover it with nuts too sometimes. And, and even with nuts, it's tough because sometimes the nuts make the exterior so hard you bite into it. And the nuts are not always so easy to bite into, especially if it's a little bit harder with the caramel. So you got to really commit to that bite, and sometimes you commit to the bite, and it's just gone bad in the middle. So I found out after we got a box of bad apples, my mom was like, what am I supposed to do, return them to the school? Nah, just throw them away. Turns out that factory back in like 1996, I think it was like 96, turns out they had like a rat infestation. They shut the whole thing down. Nice. So... I've had such Disgusting. bad experience. Even even more recently, last year, in fact, uh, I bought up I bought some uh, a candy out taffy apple. It was a three pack at the store. One of them was bad, and the other two was they were too soft to be enjoyable. All right, so you heard that Affy Tapple Incorporated of uh, the United States. You're on notice. Next next bullshit apple we get, we're uh, we're, we're gonna shut you down boycott. again. Yeah, We've kicked you out of town. Get ready to be kicked out of the country. Lick my balls, Affy Tapple. Jeff I is gonna them. sleep with your wife. I see them every time. I see them every time I go to Mariano's, and it, that sign fucking pisses me off. I'm like, Affy Tapple? Are you fucking kidding you know, me? You know what pisses me that off? That was the best name you came up with, Affy fucking Tapple. Here's what pisses me off. So, I'm someone who really loves going to the pumpkin farm for uh, October. Great time. September, Have you gone yet October? this year? You know what? I usually like to uh, go out with a lady friend, but uh, 
this year. I have a lot going on, as you know. Uh, I, I don't want to get the listeners involved, but as you know. He says he wants to try men this time. Back to you, Frank. Uh, if I said I actually said farm animals, not men. But uh, I couldn't get the goat into the car. <laughs> the studio audience loves it. They're going it wild. Stubborn, stubborn goats. Uh, anyway, no. So um, I didn't make it out to the, the pumpkin farm this year. Which I'm okay. I'm okay with that. There's always next year. But what really, really pisses me off is you go to the pumpkin farm. There's a couple that I really like going to. There's one in Barrington, Illinois, uh, which is Gobert's Pumpkin Farm. Okay. I also really like going to Sunny Acres. Which is, I believe, located in West Chicago, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. That's off uh, North Avenue. So um, it's a farm with a Chicago proper address. No, there's a suburb called West Chicago that's not Chicago. Interesting. It is very interesting and kind of stupid. Um, that particular pumpkin farm, I, both of them really are guilty of this. But you go there, and you're thinking, "Wow, I'm gonna go straight to the farm and get a deal on apples, and get a deal on cider, and get a deal on like all these things." You go, and there's Halloween decorations that are marked up. The cider is marked up. I remember going and getting, fuck, I wish I could remember the name of the cider, but it was like $7 a gallon, and I was like, no way am I paying that for cider. Go to the Jewel, or like go to the, like, the local 7-Eleven right after. They've got the cider for like 3 bucks, and I'm like... Same brand and everything. Same exact brand, <laughs> and I'm thinking, wow, like a 60% markup for what? So you could buy it at the pumpkin farm? Kiss my ass, orchard. Fucking. You fucking bitch. Bam, you bamboozler. Apple picking bitch. Affy tapple candy ass motherfucker. Candy piece of shit. Yeah, they can all lick my nuts. I mean. You can lick Jeff's nuts. Yeah, it's it's fun going to the patch and picking out the pumpkin, but like you said, it's. eh. At the end of of the whole experience, you feel like punching someone in the throat. There's just too many people, too many little kids running around. You know what it is? It, it wouldn't be so bad. And call me shitty for saying this, but God, I've been to quite, I've been around the patch, if you get what I mean. Hey-o. I've gone to some patches where it's like in uh, a pretty good neighborhood, some patches in the bad neighborhood. Let me tell you, man, parenting in the good neighborhood is always so much better. When you go in the bad neighborhood, it's still just as crazy. But what really tips me over the edge is bad parenting. You want to see bad parenting? Go to the the pumpkin patch in the bad neighborhood, or like go to the Walmart in the bad neighborhood. You'll have a you'll have a time, a really good time. And I'll tell you, man. Very rare. I, I would like to tell you this story, but very rarely do I ever try to tell parents how to parent their kids. Far be it from me. Uh, if anything, I'll I'll kind of talk to the parents, but I'm never gonna be the person that like goes up to a kid and be like, "You should do this or you shouldn't do that." So let me tell you this story. I don't. I think I might have told you and. Uh, the other guy that we used to hang out with, but I went to the uh, the local fruit market out by me, and uh, I was shopping for, I don't even know what, I was just looking at dinner for the night, because I like to go every day, and I just hear this splashing sound and slapping sound from, like, across the store, and I'm like, what is that sound? That doesn't sound normal. It sounds like somebody's, like, maybe making some noise with the mop bucket or the mop on the floor. So kid like, was dunking his balls in the lobster tank. Dunking no? his balls in the lobster tank. First of all, that's insane. I thought it was a decent guess. Anyway, sorry for interrupting. Hey, Continue. listen. I mean, creativity, you get an A+. Plus, but uh, anyway, so it turns out there's this toddler. He must have been four years old if I had to take a guess. He's sitting there, bottom shelf of this fruit display. They've got these watermelons that are pre-cut and wrapped in cellophane. And, dude, this little kid is karate chopping this watermelon <laughs> and just keeps going. 
and when that watermelon's completely beat to a pulp, he moves on to the next one and just starts karate chopping it. So then, that kid's a badass. The kid, the kid is really out of control. He's not only ruining, he's not only misbehaving, but this caliber of misbehaving is going to affect other people. And again, I think this is the first time in maybe five, ten years, or maybe ever that I've ever talked to a parent. I remember going up to his mom and his grandma who were shopping and nearby should have been watching him and supervising be like hey excuse me i think it'd be a good idea if you bought all those watermelons that your kid is thrashing right now you want to know what card they pulled i don't speak english <laughs> they pulled a i only speak polish card and i'm like okay you don't speak english look and i like pointed at their kid and they're they're like the woman's like Oh my God! Let me let me like, and she says something, and blah 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 blah. She like, so the so the mom goes up to the kid, and you could tell the conversation when she got down to his level. She like squatted down. She's like, "You shouldn't do that. Your your dad's gonna beat you when you get home." And the kid did not give a. Fuck. Now, did she say that part in English? No, or no, no. Nonsense? She she whispered. She she just whispered a bunch of stuff to her kid. Like, you shouldn't do this. Like, what are you doing? Meanwhile, Grandma's trying to talk to me like I care. Grandma's like, "Who should he shahasha?" And I'm like. <laughs> Don't you think she should pay for the watermelon? Hushahasha hookah. All right. That's perfect. She's like, I'm sitting there like, all right, man. Like, hey, you don't you think your, your kid like. And you know what? I that that's the most that I was going to be like aggressive wise. But I remember walking away after telling the mom she should pay for those because she knew that she should have. This kid ruined like five watermelons worth. <laughs> he was banging these watermelons for a good 10 minutes. I walk away. And then I see these, I see these people in line, right after, like, because we both went our ways and we continue to shop. I see them again in line. I would like to see your guess as to whether they took all those watermelons to pay for. I'm gonna go with uh, odds are slim to none there, Frank. No, fuck no. <laughs> uh, they were not paying for the watermelons, and in fact. Mom and grandma made it a point to like kind of hide from me, <laughs> like not lock eyes, like just pretend I'm not there. And I'm like, listen, I'm not the fucking watermelon police, but do the right thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Add that to your intro. That's one of your many titles. Not Hashtag the... watermelon police. Frank watermelon vigilante, because you're wa operating without a badge, really. You're just, you just, you know, you're like Batman. You just see the streets and it just pisses you off. And you're like, Dude, I just gotta I make clean up, this place up. Make up my own jurisdiction. Gotta clean up this goddamn farmer's market. That reminds me of uh, when I was about probably probably eight, seven or eight, and I was at the pumpkin patch with the family. Um, I, I just thought it would be funny to yell, kick the pumpkin, and I kicked this pumpkin, and I, got, and I got, pumpkin, got pumpkin guts all over my shoe, and my dad is just like, what the hell is wrong with you? By pumpkin, he means everybody for context. Well, yeah, what, what do you call it? <laughs> Oh, I know what I'm going to edit out of this podcast. <laughs> JK, LOL. I, uh, I, I come from... I, 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 I like them. Did they're you good say you people. come from... No, no. I, that's what they call it. Oh, God. Yo, they're God's chosen people, Frank. They're smarter than us. So that makes it okay to call them pumpkins every once in a while. <laughs> this is so bad. No, this is fine. going in the bloopers, man. It's fine, man. There's a, there's a, certain, there's a certain colleague of ours. I don't know if you know her, but... The first time, the first time I found out about her, and I was like, "Oh, that's a uh, that's a very pumpkin esque name." I bet she's good at her job. Damn straight, she is good at her job. You can she's name it. I can I can delete it. I'll tell you off the air. But uh, yeah, 
smart. That's why they're doctors and lawyers and they control the media. It's not a bad thing. I don't know. The um, can we this really is a Halloween in? episode. I was just going to say, can we reel it in? We just this went is off. a motherfucking Halloween episode. Jeff went off on Frank's a racist here, topic, just, everyone. Hey, who dropped the bomb first? It was You Frank. did. You called it. Well, yeah, but you said you said that I was uh, talking about committing a hate crime instead of a instead of a, uh, a um, endearing romp through a pumpkin patch, which was my original story. Endearing romp. You said kick the pumpkin, and then the pumpkin guts leaked out everywhere yeah, I, after you kicked the pumpkin. Yeah, and the listeners found it cute because I was just a precocious little put up a poll. Would you would you consider that more endearing or more of a romp? We're posting we're posting this uh, we're posting this onto this onto the CD-ROM that comes in the, your box of life cereal. True story, Jeff. So has, it'll be ready by next year. Jeff has promised me a Halloween-themed docket folder with sparkles and spiders. Well, if Frank ever stops his hate speech, we'll get there. So I ended up... I didn't go to a pumpkin patch to get these the pumpkins I carved. I uh, went to Mariano's because I'm lazy and I'm not going all the way out to bumfuck. So, uh, yeah, and they were all out of pumpkins. The only ones they had left were the ones... That already come painted. They had like a pirate's face, like painted on it. And my question, my question from hot out the Halloween docket to you is, what kind of lame asshole buys the pumpkins from the supermarket already with shit painted on them? And they're like, yay! Okay, can I stop you there? Let me stop you there. What kind? Would you say what kind of lame asshole? Isn't the story about how you did that with your lady? <laughs> so I, yeah, I bought the I bought the pumpkin with the paint on it. And I carved that motherfucker on the other side. So you're asking me what kind of what kind of lame person, dude? It's you. <laughs> no, what kind of lame person buys it with the intent of being like, yeah, I got I'll a painted you, I'll pumpkin. I'll tell you what kind of person. It's gonna be. I two don't pe- like knives. I, I stay be, away from sharp it's knives. It's gonna be two people, kids or, or parents that buy them for their kids because they want it to be cuter, lame and not parents. scary, and not messy. And then B, someone who generally wants to keep pumpkins around longer because after you carve them, they rot right away. But if you keep them just painted. You can keep them for one or two months before they actually go bad, and you gotta throw them away. So it's gonna be—I would say—one of those two kinds of demographic. That is very reasonable and well thought out retort. Next, next, uh, next hot button issue on the docket. Where, what was uh, what was Halloween like when you were in art school with all those crazy artists running around? It's interesting. Um, their most costumes. Uh, I don't believe that uh, there was actually a big deal made of Halloween because for some of these weirdos, oh, they're too cool for that. Every day is every fucking day. Halloween. Ah, damn. They're, dude, they're, they're weird. Of course. Introverted uh, society outcasts. Every other day of the year, they don't need to emphasize that anymore. I remember, like, I, I honestly, I think the last year that I went trick or treating was the first year of my college, and I did that. Because I've got a, a sister who's 10 years younger, and I wanted to go with her. And then she ended up bailing out. So it was just <laughs> me. And I went to college. I started college at 17, so it wasn't too bad. I was 17, and I went with my uh, my best friend at the time, Victor, who's also 17. And, dude, I just dressed up as a devil. And I just had, like, a bright red T-shirt. I had the makeup. I had the horns. And I had these uh, just bright contacts. <laughs> I remember, The only notable memory I have is I remember being very embarrassed to go door to door. But we were both dressed up, which is fine. And then the other one I remember is there was this one house we went to that's in Addison. Uh, and um, we rang the doorbell, and it didn't work. And, like, all the lights were on. So it's like it's not like I was going to every house. Only the houses that, like, the lights were on, it looked like, you know, they could be trick-or-treaters. Maybe they've got decorations. 
This house lights were on. Everything was good to go. I knock on the door. Nothing. Ring the bell. Nothing. I'm ready to turn away. But, like, you want to give it one last look in the house. So I remember looking into the house, like, through the, the window and the door. Just trying to see, like, if anyone's even coming. And I remember I made eye contact with some old woman in the house. And, dude, she could have shit her pants, dude. She screamed. And then, hey, Diablo! Hey, Dios mio! She didn't do that. She was she was a white lady. But, like, she came to the door. She's like, oh, my God. You really scared me out of my britches, sonny. And, like, she, she gave it's us, Halloween, like, you dumb bitch. She, oh, that's me. But, no, she, she, gave us, she gave us all the candy because, like, no one was going out for Halloween. I want to say that. The people that are our age maybe are the last ones that had a traditional door-to-door Halloween because I remember when I was starting to hit, like, maybe, like, junior high age or before, they try to do this bullshit thing. They're like, Halloween is from 3 p.m. until 4 p.m. <laughs> or Halloween is from, from 3 to 6. Or Halloween is from after school until it gets dark. After dark, that's not Halloween anymore. Fuck you. I yeah, remember going. Eat my ass. Eat my ass. I remember eat going. Eat our asses at the, the same time. big black garbage bag door to door filling bag. that shit up filling it up fuck you yeah. fuck that's what you. I'm talking about give me that fucking candy it's fucking how full did that garbage bag get yeah, punch a kid in the face and then just take all of his candy for Fill real it up in my, no I would never do that yeah, you're too much you're too much of a sweet <laughs> I, I remember that. there was one Halloween that I was especially a bitch do you want to hear this story so get this this one year I don't is my brother and I I don't remember what my brother dressed up as but I dressed up as uh, G.I. Joe, and, which was great. G.I. Joe. I must have been third grade, and it was really cool because I had, like, my, my grandfather was in the military. Hell yeah. And uh, he, he had all these, like, extra, like, military uniforms and stuff. And, like, he, he took great pride in, like, going to get some uh, some extra, like, name tags and stuff. And so it was really kind of cool. He got some fatigues for me that were my size. I remember, like, ready to go trick-or-treating. And that was a cool ass time when we were younger because you could have like the fake guns. And th- at that time, actually, when I was in third grade, it didn't even have the orange tip. I had no, some- dude. I had so many guns that looked like the real deal. I had the M16. Not even on Halloween, just or, just around, <laughs> just when I was five, six, seven, just running around with I guns. I had the plastic M16. Real. Yeah. And you pull the trigger, and it goes. Zzz, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. That's exactly. Oh fuck yeah. That's exactly the one I had. They were fun, man. I w- I wish I still had a fake gun. <laughs> I remember I had those. I would I- just twirl it around at my desk. Anyway, um. I don't remember what exactly happened between my brother and I, but he actually went out because he was so anxious to go out trick-or-treating. We were supposed to go out with the neighbor's kids. He went out without me. I think I was, like, in the bathroom or something, and he left me behind. And I was such a pussy bitch. I remember telling, like, my parents, telling my grandfather, like, I didn't even want part in Halloween. So I just, like, sat in and watched scary movies, which was great. Don't get me wrong, but, like, I was, like, half crying the entire night. Man. And like they tried to convince me, like my grandfather was like, "Oh, dude, I'll take you out trick or treating." My parents were like, "We'll take you." I was like, "No." And you know what the good part about that was? They fucking made my douchebag brother give me half of his fucking candy. Did burr, burr, burr. Son of a bitch. for the record, he's still a bitch. I hope he listens to this. What's his name? John, you're a bitch. John, you're on notice. So who do we got on notice starting today? We got Affy Ta- Tapple, those Affy Tapple filled John. Bastards. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Frank's using his government name, ladies and gentlemen. Why do you call he it has government transformed, name? It's just my name, dude. He has transformed from uh, from Art... Uh, what's his name? He's transformed from Art What's-His-Name to the Joker officially. He's just 
becoming it all together. I didn't now. see the Joker, so I don't know Arthur's last name in that oh, movie. Oh, man, it's good. I will say it's that... It's good. My, <laughs> my God. My God. So my. What, what, what's your favorite... Uh, What's your favorite Halloween candy that you got when you're trick-or-treating? Oh, man. That's, that's your tough. Your number could, one. Your I, undisputed I, champion. Uh, that's, it's hard. It's hard. It's like, hard. which one did you trade for the most? Because trading candy was the bomb. I, that was the dude, best. I, I'm going to go with, so I'm going with uh, peanut butter Twix. Mini. Mini peanut butter Twix was peanut my Peanut butter Twix. Okay. That's a dark horse. You don't, you don't expect that one. I'm telling you, man. When you really think about supply and demand and the currency that kids use, which is candy... I was making all the trades for those, man. I was getting all the peanut butter Twix. I'd love them, dude. Peanut butter Twix? I don't remember that from my youth, though. When did that come about? I thought that was a more recent No, thing. dude. I remember being in second, peanut butter second, Twix. first and second grade, I think, is when it came out for me. And I'm trying to think about what year in my life that was. But it's hard to do the math for that. Cause I'm I a- would always trade for um, Crunch Bar. Eh, was crunch, my original. That was my original favorite. Crunch bars suck. Good bar sucks. Snick- good bar. Good bars. Fun size Snickers is good. a pretty good deal though. Yes. Yeah. Then Snickers. Yeah. Snickers became my favorite for a little while, and then I discovered Milky Way is just way better. Dude, I Milky fucking Way's hate Milky Way. Right I think it's the fucking ugliest sister with Boo. fucking three musketeers. Shut your Fuck poor you. mouth. I'll fucking leap across this Milky desk Way and rules. strangle you. Way, come here, bitch. Yeah, fuck you, dude. Milky, I swear to Milky God. Milky Way kicks dude, I'll shit. Fucking fucking go we the, might uh, have to take a short uh, commercial break um so i can beat the shit out of take Jeff. my shirt off i mean you, you were gonna do that anyway but yeah i don't know if I, i'll be still uh persuaded to fight you if you do that actually <laughs> i think you should keep that on i mean you are you are representing today <laughs> who are you representing again uh, the fucking what country granada, Gr- granada? Dude, you're wearing Number the gr- one in La Liga. I think it's hilarious. First time since he, 1973. What up? He wants to fight me wearing a Granada shirt when Granada is the weakest, most pussy ass country. <laughs> There's a bad ass. There is a. It's not a country, you bitch. It's a. It's a part of Spain. And so I'm wondering if you're oh, confusing okay, it with yeah, a right. different Granada. No, 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 no. It is Granada is a city. It's in an Spain. island or some bullshit like that. It's a city in the south of Spain. But well, maybe, maybe, this has little to I'm do with confused. Halloween. Well, anyway, what I was getting at when I asked you about art school Halloween is I was fondly reminiscing the other day about halloween when i was at university of connecticut because you're talking 1600 sluts dressed up for halloween in those slutty ass outfits that they got on it wasn't like sh- that for me frank is shaking his head at me right now like oh we we don't talk we don't talk no about, no no that's not why i'm we shaking don't talk my head. about sexually attractive i'm shaking my here. head because uh jeff is talking about this big university with all these sluts uh, my little art school, which is really hard to get into, was mostly filled with like really talented people that were trying to be adults when they weren't, and like nobody did anything for Halloween. I can't remember a single person that like dressed up. Well, actually, I do. My uh, my friend Jackie dressed up, but like outside of her, dude, I don't think anybody dressed up. Damn. Well, what about in high school and like senior um, year high school, where all the sleuths out and they're. Uh... French made well, outfits. <laughs> the, I don't know. I call them sleuths. Uh, I don't. I just don't remember. Their, like, here, here's the thing, too. I think this plays into it. I'm not somebody that really got involved with sports or anything like that. So if there's any like homecomings or anything like that where it was like Halloween shit going on, you're smoking cigarettes behind the bleachers. Yeah, I'm just pounding those those clove cigarettes, man. I tell you what. I can't wait to get out of this nowhere town. 
<laughs> this reminds me of we had this fucking guy in my uh, speech class. His name was Ron. Super senior taking sophomore classes, man. Hell yeah. He had a car. Hell yeah, dude. That's, a, that's the that's, he had a that's car. The man right there. He had a car that had bullet holes and cracks in it that had Fuck just yeah. fucking Bondo patches everywhere. If you know what Bondo is, it's sort of like the spackle for cars. I remember we were giving a speech on what we wanted to do after, like, for our careers or after high school. We <laughs> And the whole class. The whole class. <laughs> God, I can't even talk about it. It's so hilarious. Hold on. <laughs> The whole class was centered around building PowerPoints because that was the skill they wanted you to take back. Learn how to learn how to do a PowerPoint. That's all we fucking did in high school. Right. So all we did. This fucking guy, his opening slide is black and white. It's just black text over a white card. And it's like, what do I want to be when I grow up? The dude's already like 19 years old. <laughs> He's like, next slide. It says fish aquarium store owner or pet store owner. <laughs> Next slide, education question mark. Next slide, you don't need one in all caps. And his whole presentation was how you don't need a fucking education to be an aquarium store owner. And then the teacher opened it up to the class for questions. And the class, is, the class was just like, what do you mean you ain't need no education? And he's like, I'm already fucking doing it. I already work part-time down at the gym's pet world, and you don't need a fucking education. I already know how to set up a fucking ecosystem in the aquarium. <laughs> fucking jokes, guy. jokes on us. He probably is a successful uh, pet store owner I, right I now. It makes man. more than both that, of us put together. That guy, that guy was probably somebody that was a drug addict, to be honest. No. That guy. I know it's hard to believe a super senior taking sophomore classes is not a drug addict. I know it's hard to believe. That was so funny. Yeah, my high school was full of those guys, too. Those guys were like, what the fuck do I need to go to college? What the fuck Dude, do I need an education every, for? Every, I, I, I'm, already, I'm, already making, uh, I'm already making 16 25 an hour down at uh, you know, the pizzeria. Why the fuck? This my is cousin, all I need in life. My cousin pulled that card. <laughs> Dude, I haven't got a cousin named Jim. And he works. He he was he's working logistics at the Jewel Osco, thinking he's big shit. He's like king shit on Turd Mountain. Like wait, just managing the trucks. Yeah, I remember. In? Like I remember he he lost his job because like Do- he worked at Dominic's. I don't know if you know Dominic's. No. Dominic's was almost identical to Jewel at one point here in Chicago. It was a Chicago company, and um, he was working the the warehouse at Dominic's, and then they closed down. They like went bankrupt, and so I think it was my grandmother that reached out to me like. Hey Frankie, do you think you could maybe get Jimmy a job with where you work? Because I worked, I think at the time I worked at Target, and I mean I made good money at Target. I mean I think I made like fifteen dollars an hour, which was really on the high end of like working retail with what I was Hell doing. Hell yeah, man! Welcome in those guests. Yeah. So anyway, um, so uh, I remember calling him and talking to him, and he big time me. He's like, well. I don't really want to work a job working in a warehouse where I can't pull in 60k a year with overtime. I'm like, wow, dude, you go do you. I'm like, I'm just yeah. going to offer you a job. <laughs> all right, then, shit. It's dude, almost like, like your grandma didn't just beg for a job for you. Yeah, well, I mean, all right, I, could have got him in there, bread and butter, and he ended up working, like, logistics at a fucking, like, jewel overnight, some bullshit. I don't know. It's really funny, though. He, he like, totally big-timed me on that, like, talking to me like he's making so much money. But realistically, I think he probably made closer to 40K. And then worked a lot of overtime, which pushed him closer to maybe forty-five k, <laughs> and yeah. then just and just upsold it to to be like like sixty k. Yeah, because yeah. that's where he wanted to be. It's not that. Oh he yeah, was all those there. guys, all those guys do that. Oh god, 
He's like, oh, I got, I got, I'm four cliff certified, Frank. You don't understand. And those guys, that's like, that's like the first thing they tell you about Whoa. themselves when you meet them. I know how to work the fucking pallet jack. Yeah. Okay. I, I know how to work the big Joe jack. Yeah. They're so insecure. There, that's like the first thing you learn about. I was like, oh, I mean, I make sixty-five k a year. You know, I was you like, what do, I, what, what, do I, what do I, what do I need student loans for? You know? These keys are to the store, man. I get more pussy with these keys than you'll have in your whole life. Yeah. You know, one time, you know, one time I. I banged this girl in the backseat of my car out in the parking lot, and I only got suspended for two weeks. It was fucking worth dude, it. it was, dude, they can't fire me. I'm too indispensable. I, I, I mean, this, this whole place would this? fall apart without house me. house key, car key, house key, store key, roach clip. Yeah, you want to see some? Yeah, it's like, you want to see something Fuck cool? Yeah. And then he, like, shows you the roof of a Jewel Osco, and it's, like, not that high Frank, up. Frank, I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. Sometimes I get on that fucking... Get on that fucking forklift and I'll smoke a J. Oh <laughs> shit! And then, and then we and then we go home and kill ourselves because we went to college. We're like, fuck, man, that guy's got life all figured out. Why the fuck did I try to better myself? I actually, you know, it's it's really interesting because like, I don't know about you, but I definitely have friends who are really fucking bitter for for two different reasons. Like number one, like I went to college, I'm educated. So if I got a, a good office job, I've got people who are like, "Well, how did you get it?" Like, I, <laughs> like there's some hocus like, pocus. Well, I like, went, I went a uh, hundred and eighty thousand dollars in debt, and I'm never gonna. Well, I mean, they I'm make never it gonna seem, pay it off. They make it seem like there's something I did in an afternoon, like I blew the recruiter or something, to like get a nice office job. Oh yeah. But like, how do you get a job that has such good perks and such great pay? It's like, dude, you you work for it, and once you're there, you work for it. Um, and it's just funny because I've got people like that that have, have kind of driven that point home. And then I've also got people who, I'll give you an example. There's this girl who's uh, one of my Facebook friends. She's got like a, a photography studio, right? Okay. You know I'm a creative guy. Yeah. You, you know I'm a multifaceted person. My post-production photography is better than hers. And I remember she was asking me where I studied photography. I, I was like, yeah, I had a couple classes at the Art Institute, but mostly it's learning and mastering the photography tools and it's less about where you fucking face the camera you know what i mean like yeah that's important but you also have to really get down to photo editing is what it is it's post-production it's fixing the lighting it's it's blurring the depth of field it's it's a craft that you've got to master her she was one of these people that's like well i'm 24 i've popped out a kid I want to start a photography studio, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw down 4K for a GoPro, and a couple of really nice DSLRs, and uh, you know what? I'm gonna to talk to my dad about renting a studio. Quote: I'll go to the thrift store, buy a mattress, and throw it in there, and I'll take boudoirial chamber photos. <laughs> and then she can't understand why it's not even what I do for a living, and like she wants my advice on how to make her shit better. And it almost got to the point where I I had a, a friendship where, and like I don't talk to her anymore, but. Almost on every photo set she would take, she would ask me for advice on what changes to make. It was generally the same feedback. Adjust the levels, exposure's great, change the gamma. And then by the way, I also introduced her to this concept because she was, I remember she was bitching on Facebook about how it's such tedious work to run a photography business because she's got to edit every individual photo. And <laughs> this was just recently, I was just like, yo, did you ever know that like Photoshop has this feature called batch processing? <laughs> like you edit one photo if it's part of the same set and you feel like the rest of them need the same type of edit with levels and lighting you get through I'm going off on a tangent here my point is there's people that are bitter that like when I 
you know this, and you know this from experience, even with this podcast. When I'm interested in doing something, I set my mind to it. I study. I master it. True story. I don't know if we should cut this, if I should even say it. True story. Our workplace. <laughs> you know where I'm going with this? Our workplace has a podcast. Jeff. Yes. Have you listened to I just it? Found, I just found this out this morning. And okay. At this second, I saw that I was like, oh, "Sounds lame as shit." Back to you, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no way that's good. Back I, to you. I started the Super Bowls podcast a long time ago, poor as fuck. And what I, I didn't have the equipment that I do now or anything like that, but I did have the passion to learn what the fuck to do to produce it well. And the past podcasts, and any of you guys in the listening audience can go back and reference it and listen to those episodes. It's not necessarily that my equipment was great because I didn't have great equipment, but the content was perfect, and the post-production editing of perfect. the sound was really fucking great. And really fucking to that great. same credit, the first two episodes that I recorded with Jeff, uh, they were recorded in the same fashion, and Jeff went back and listened to those. He's like, yo, for what it's worth, those don't sound too bad. No. Did you not say that to me? You did. Yeah, as long as, yeah, as, long as, you're, as, long as you're not on the loud-ass train like I was with some shitty ass earbuds sounds fine yeah so my point is that when i started the podcast i was what like 22 i think or something like that uh maybe 23 but what i can tell you is the quality of that podcast totally totally beats this podcast i listen today that's my work podcast and i feel like if we have any listeners that we work with that it's like me calling them out but it's not all i'm saying is (laughs) <laughs> you gotta wake up pretty fucking early to be better than us damn straight not just not just with your production value but with your dedication dude i listened to the first 10 minutes of that podcast it was 10 minutes of total cringe Oof, dude it was just like the, the you, hosts, said, you said you said the question was like so what is this like the dead air the 10 <laughs> the 10 the 10 minutes i listened to was literally you could tell they had one microphone for two people, which is low budget. Probably, Bush- probably not nearly enough racial slurs per Bush minute. Bush league, it's Bush league, and I, what I could tell you is, two people were shouting at a, at a microphone, whether it was built into a computer or not, I don't know. But I remember that it was like, was there like a buzzing, here, like here, nothingness here. in the background? <laughs> there was a static here. I'm gonna I'm gonna imitate it the best I can with the speaker. Ready? Hold on. So, what are your best? What are your favorite parts about fall? Oh well, I'm kind of a basic bro. I like the I like the pumpkin spice turbo latte from Starbucks. And then when he said basic bro, they both laughed like it was a big fucking joke, didn't they? Oh god, they did. They definitely Ooh, did. brought the it house was so, down. It was so plastic and like. Well, you know, forced. hats off. Hats off to anyone who wants to try this shit. Pants off to anybody who wants to try this. Hat, no, hats off to anyone trying to do any creative endeavor. I mean, it's it's fucking hard as an adult. As, as anyone, it's yeah, it's hard. No, I, it's, listen, it's easy I, to start. It's hard to follow through with it and and keep powering through when when the going gets tough. You know. I think I think my bottom uh, commentary on it is this: Jeff and I, we are a couple of amateurs. We don't say that we're like professional grade. We don't say that we're top fucking percentage at doing this. But we're pretty goddamn close. But we're right? tenacious <laughs> enough to do it because we love doing it. These these people uh, are trying to do it professionally, but because you could tell there's not enough, there's not the same level of passion and dedication. You could tell that the content suffers. That would be really funny if that podcast goes on to become like the next Joe Rogan experience it and it we won't. fizzle out tomorrow. That'd nah. be so fucking nah. funny though. That, you, you can't see the irony in that, you bitch. 
Wouldn't that By be way, hilarious? On the subject of the Joe Rogan podcast, if you look us up in Apple Podcasts, if you listen to the Super Bowls podcast, it actually recommends Joe Rogan's podcast as a similar podcast. Yeah, I mean, we're same caliber in terms of like you know the, think, the number of subscribers and <laughs> listeners. I would say we're we're neck no, and neck. I don't th- I don't think we're the same caliber in that respect. But I would say that it's not a stretch to say that maybe some of the same demographic that like the, like the Joe Rogan podcast, white guys, maybe some of the same demographic that like our podcast, white atheist men, dude. <laughs> this is why I end up cutting out like two hours of fucking. Hey, oh, comedy podcast, comedy comedy podcast. Yeah, you should buddy. hear the fucking podcast I listen to. I've told you, but I don't know if you have checked them out or if you're just like, oh fuck that, I'm not listening. That sounds lame as shit. Ladies and gentlemen, basically what it is. Jeff, if you want to know what he's like in real life, because I know you're just listeners, if you want to know what he's like, you got to watch that movie Bad Grandpa. But then just imagine that this old, dirty man is actually a younger man that's like pushing 30. Oh, yeah. Just going to the doctor's office, looking at magazines, just being like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. (laughs) That's a fun voice. All right. What do you think about bobbing for apples? Isn't that shit disgusting? I've never done it. I can't imagine that it's hygienic, um, and disgusting. The I, there are, there are like two people that have done it that I've seen them do it, and I ask them like, what do they think about it? And they just say that it's difficult. It's so fucking difficult. I feel like it's just trolly. Like, oh hey, let's troll these two people. Hey, bop for these apples. Like, just put your fucking head in the water. It's damn near impossible. I did it one time, and I couldn't get a grasp on any of the apples. I I bit the stem of one to get it out of there. I was like, all right, this sucks. This is this is fucking pilgrim entertainment. Like this is like like we got like no we're 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 done with this. This is barely entertaining. So we did we did talk about uh, we did talk about what I would be if I were to dress up for Halloween. What about you? Hmm. And we also talked about how you don't like scary movies, but you did talk to me about what movie I would watch for Halloween. I have an answer for you. That movie's The Crow. Favorite Halloween movie? Not a Crow. horror movie. The Crow. That was a. Uh, it's kind of like a superhero, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's a uh, theoretically, I, I believe he could be considered an antihero, and I don't even like calling him a he because I believe the crow is a mantle that could be a woman too. So why why what makes this movie so good? It's a good question. Um, the crow, specifically the version that was Brandon Lee, was so good uh, for a few reasons. Number one, I liked how the movie didn't hold back in its content. There was themes like drugs, rape, gangs, murder, senseless violence, organized crime. It was a very edgy movie in that respect. But at the same time, at its core, for being such a gritty industrial movie, it was, it was a love story. And it was, it was a love story where it's like anybody watching, if they've ever experienced love in the way that the, the main characters do, totally totally reasonable and i feel like any uh, what really i think is the appeal of the movie is like anyone who's been as in love as the characters eric draven and shelly if that kind of circumstance were to happen like do you do you know the movie well or no never seen it so the the premise is this uh there's a a young couple the boyfriend is like uh i don't know if he's got a day job but he is in a band and uh the lady I don't know if she's got a job either, but like they live together in a loft in the city and the loft itself is part of like the Detroit slums. Nice. So she does a lot of things to complain about the living environment and like the rent and how like the landlord is a slumlord and stuff. So the landlord actually hires a gang or like maybe is already involved in organized crime, but a gang comes to confront this Shelly character 
about her complaints because she's making a lot of noise and making them look really bad. So what ends up happening is the gang of like, I don't know, they're, they're kind of like a biker gang without the bikes is how I like to imagine them. But uh, they roll up. Uh, there's like, damn, maybe like six of them. I don't, I, can't, I couldn't name them all, but they break into the apartment and they, they just start talking like about some satanic bullshit. Like they have like a Satanist Bible and they're quoting, they're like, how beautiful is pornography? And then they're like, the devil stood abashed and thought how awful goodness is. And like they gang rape her, right? They start gang raping her and like they cut her while they're raping her with like knives and shit. So the landlord was in on this? The landlord at some point was in on it. He had to have been. Is he part of the gang? I. They never say. Okay. They just, the gang comes in and they're like, oh, are, did you, are these your complaints? You know? Yeah. So then... During the gang rape at some point, uh, maybe towards the end, uh, Brandon Lee, uh, his character, and he's not the superhero yet or anything like that, he comes in to check out what the hell is going on in his apartment. Obviously, he can't fight the whole gang. He's just kind of shocked and surprised. So as soon as he walks into his own apartment, uh, they shoot him in the chest a few times, and he ends up stumbling backwards out this window and falling from the loft of this, like, I don't know how many stories, like four-story building. You know, smashes himself on a taxi or something like that, dies. Meanwhile, the gang, after they're done raping Shelly, they leave and the police are called. Um, And basically, Shelly suffered so much pain and trauma from the gang rape and the cutting. She dies in the fucking hospital. Eric is already dead. So what the the whole point of the movie is there is some legend somewhere that says that the crow is responsible for carrying a person's soul to the afterlife. Sort of how in Greek mythology, it's like you cross the river Styx and there's like the boatman yeah. and Charon that, that does it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's a real legend or not, but the movie is the crow is going to carry Brandon Lee's soul from the grave to the afterlife. But instead, the crow decides that it would be a good idea for Brandon Lee to get revenge. So he gets immortality, comes out as a zombie that's indestructible, and then goes after this gang. With the caveat of the crow is sort of what is making Brandon Lee invulnerable. So like, if you hurt the crow, you hurt the man because that's like the crows in charge of him. Right. So in the beginning parts of the movie, he's seeking revenge. He's going after all these like drug dealers and they're just fucking high. There's like a scene where like they squeeze a woman's arm. Who's like the mom of one of the characters. And there's just fucking heroin leaking out. It's, it's fucking great, dude. Word. So it's, uh, so like a gritty superhero movie that could also yeah. be in the category. So great. Of a Halloween uh, it's, movie. it's, it's plots. Sounds great. similar to spawn. Isn't it? kind of what spawn is about is like coming back from the dead and revenge for a woman spawn is is much different because the crow is a mantle and the arc is completed within a very short period of time so like the crow itself in the movie happens over devil's night which is the night before halloween which used to be a real thing where mischief night there was a bunch of arson like arson fires in detroit and it actually was a real deal um and the whole movie takes place over like two days or something like that ends on halloween Spawn is different because Spawn is um, the the character who is Spawn. I don't remember his name off the bat. The guy's a real name, but I would know it if you told me. Uh, Spawn is actually somebody who's being scouted by Hell to lead Hell's army. And they set this guy up uh, to die, basically. And he's got like a a wife, but he, he doesn't have a kid or anything. So he dies. The wife remarries his best friend. In the comics, they're like they're both they're everyone's black, but in the movie, it's like the wife marries a white guy just to be controversial about it. Um, and so, in the in the actual movie they made with John Leguizamo, 
Spawn comes back and it's all about Spawn's origin and sort of uh, coming back, trying to deal with the fact that he is meant to lead Hell's army, but then decides not to and becomes a vigilante and he, he fights the, the like the demons and shit. Meanwhile, he comes to terms with the fact that his wife and his best friend had a daughter and they're friends. Like that, that's the movie. That that actual movie was this cockadookie man. <laughs> Speed, well, one one thing that that reminded me or reminded me of, but one thing that that made me think about is in movies you see biker gangs a lot. And yeah, it's like oh, look at these these rough and tumble bikers are like oh these punk rockers, like you know these like these like rough looking white yeah. guys like that. I don't think that's a thing anymore. I like biker gangs to me are like dentists and shit that just do it on like the weekends. Like I've never seen or heard well, of like a biker gang that I was like, like the real deal. It seems I, like they're all fucking posers. There are real deal biker gangs, but I feel like their time has kind of passed. It's very hard to make a living because biker gangs are organized crime, right? Right. And organized the ones the ones I general, see now, the ones I see now feel feel like they're more like uh like they're the more gangs doing, you see. They're actually they're not like, like the ones you see in movies. So they're like they're they're, they're not riding Harleys. Gangs. Yeah, they're not riding Harleys. They're riding uh like Kawasaki Ninjas. They've now. got like Kawasaki bikes, Indian bikes, which is another brand. Uh, cool I brand. feel like there there are two different kinds of motorcycle gang. There's the organized crime Hell's Angels type of gang, and then there's the other type of gang, which is the vigilantes or like the people who are like the beneficial gang. Uh, there's like a lot of police uh, biker gangs. If you if you knew that, I don't know. I don't know if you did, but like. Um, I feel like like the Hell's Angel type of thing, they may have been more profitable like in the 60s or 70s, which was, I think, when they might have been bigger. As time went on, just like with every organized crime syndicate, like they, yeah, they, you it just know, gets blown up. It just like diluted. it just starts dying out because of technology and, and we're moving forward with society. So, uh, again, I'm no expert. This might they, There might still be like bike rings out there. I have no idea. It's just my perception. But I will say that in my perception, a lot of these people who are involved in a quote-unquote biker gang some of them are just really good people and they're just trying to make a difference i know there's like uh going back to bad grandpa the movie that i referenced there's a biker gang in that movie that's meant to protect the children like children's something something guardians i don't know biker gangs they're here for everyone's best interest you could take that one to the bank Biker gangs. These and more nuggets of information you only get on Super Biker Balls gangs podcast. are a great topic for Frank to talk about while Jeff looks at gay porn on his phone. So, so you said number one is peanut butter Twix. <laughs> peanut butter Twix. See, the thing about Halloween candy is you, you tend to, to remember the ones you hate. Necco wafers, suck ass. The worst candy. Juji fruits, kiss my nuts. What is the name of that candy where it's the fucking, it's the piece of paper with the dots all over them that they're Neko glued wave. on? Oh, no, they're just, yeah, they're just dots. I think those are just called no, dots. No, because dots are the gummy candy okay. they're covered in sugar. Yeah, but I know what you're talking about. The ones that are on paper, like, those those fucking suck too, man. Those are Yo, horse uh, shit. First time I had Bitto Honey, I didn't know that that was paper, so I, like, ate the paper too, and I was like, that was the worst candy I ever the had. paper's non-toxic, <laughs> to be fair. I know, but I was just like, who the fuck would eat this? This is terrible. And they're like, you didn't take the paper off. Yeah, that's, that's terrible. I've actually, even when I was able to eat red dye, I never liked Twix, or not Twix, uh, Twizzlers, never liked it. Twizzlers are lame as fuck, dude. The I only, the only, like the only ones, yeah, no, I never seek out Twizzlers. The only tolerable ones are, like, the, the, uh, strawberry ones that are, like, the twisted up, like, ropes. Uh, Those never, are the never, only... never had them. Yeah, no, licorice is, oh my god, who the fuck? goes for licorice when you have all these other better choices so it's really funny um licorice flavors are derived from uh star anise if you're familiar with culinary things 
Star, star anise is like this little starfish-looking pod flower thing, and they add it to have like a licorice flavor, and that's where like here in America, sarsaparilla was derived from. Have you heard of sarsaparilla? It's like yeah, a drink. It's from cowboy times, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, and then so from that came root beer. And from that strong flavor, they use that strong flavor to mask, like, cough syrup, right? Um, and that's that's mostly an American thing. Like, so I've got uh, friends in the U.K. who have come over here. And one of their big observations were, what the fuck is root beer? Why would you drink this? It tastes like cough syrup. Because it's awful. It's so bad. They'll get the star anise stuff. Uh, and they definitely have licorice over there. But, like, nobody fucking likes licorice. <laughs> licorice is lame. Licorice and root beer have similar roots, is I guess what I'm saying. And, like, they don't have root beer. It's, like, a very American thing, root beer in general. So, like, mugs, David's root beer, dad's root beer, all American stuff. So the most the most overrated candy back in the day when we were kids was Fun Dip. I used to like Fun Dip. But it's, like... No, 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 no. Let me tell you, great. there's there's it's two there's two more overrated candies. Kit Kat. No, I liked Kit Kat. I like Kit Kat, but not like, oh my god, the Kit most Kat. Like people were overrated and missed, like disappointing candy was fruit stripe gum. Yeah, the best tasting fucking gum you could get. It had a temporary tattoo so on the wrapper good. that would never work. It's so good, but though, it would last for, for like seconds. literally five seconds. Yeah, there's jokes online about it. I don't, I don't, I don't, um, I don't consider gum candy though. I feel like it's a separate Fruit category. Fruit gum, gum, I think, was a, a children's gum because they would allow you to swallow it. There was, like, a lot of uh, products that were bridging that gum and candy gap, like Big League Chew. Remember Hell that shit? Yo, that, yo, Big League Chew tastes so good. Dude, the great Big League Chew, to, like, I want to swallow it dude, every fucking they, time. They, well, that's the thing. It's, like, it's so bridging the gap between candy and gum. And, like, they used to – think about what Big League Chew is. Here's – <laughs> Imitation marketing team, a marketing team that's like, we need to sell this fucking candy. What are we going to do? Guess what? We're going to set up these kids to fucking eat chewing tobacco when they're older. Let's go ahead and uh, make this candy gum look like fucking chewing tobacco. So just put like some candy baseball cigarettes. On there. Remember candy cigarettes? I do, man. I remember. We were on the tail end of that one. We were on the tail end of that one. And then for a while, uh, my family had a hard time getting a hold of those. And then my mom, how old was I? Probably like fucking third grade. We used to have to actually drive out to like the the Polish store, like the ethnic store. Nice. There's this uh, Polish store out here called Jean's uh, Sausage, which is amazing. The best part is you can karate chop all the watermelons you you can over oh, there. Oh, that's not true. Yeah, it's, it's I, part of their culture. Of, I heard you could just fuck up all the watermelons there and just be like, oh. Uh, there's a story in my get family a, get about to walk away my without hands. paying. So, uh, well, to finish up about the, the cigarettes, like. There's gum cigarettes and there's chocolate cigarettes. Hell yeah. I still remember my last pack of chocolate cigarettes. I didn't even dive into those right away. Those took a while. Because they're not even worth the chocolate. They're so waxy and stupid. But you can like, sit there and like, like, yeah, I'm pretend smoking. like you're smoking. But, Hell um, yeah. There is a story that went around in my family. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been to like one of these European deli type places. Where it's like, in Europe in general, they do a lot of fermenting of food. Like that's oh, their yeah. cuisine. Yeah. So they've got like fermented sauerkraut or fermented fish. Yeah fermented fucking big yeah, and huge new york okay. thing we have that in new haven Great. as well yeah so in one of these polish delis there's this story that i don't know if it's true or not but apparently one of my aunts had gone into a polish deli here in the city that was not jeans um and asked to use the bathroom <laughs> like asked to go pee or something they turned her down <laughs> and she would she was already a paying customer like she had already made a purchase that's fucked up. If they you're had, a paying they customer, had a bathroom, they that's had, fucked up. And they up. had a bathroom. And it that's was fucked like, up. And she really had to go. And I believe the story went that she had to go so bad because they made her wait in line on a Saturday. Or, like, the line was really big. And she's like, dude, I just have to go in and out. I think the story might have been that she might have been pregnant, too, something like that. 
And like they were just like, fuck you, lady. So know what she the, the story goes at least is that she goes up to this big barrel that has pickles in there. Oh god. And just pees in the pickle barrel and walks away. I don't know if there's truth to it. That might have been I just, sure hope so. I, I think it might have just been exaggerated for the sake of comedy. You know how people are. And you know they're not they're not fucking replacing all those pickles either, bro. Nah, dude, they didn't. They're they they're away. they're just like, okay, take that to the back and pretend like we're throwing it away. <laughs> At least rinse them off. At least rinse them off and put them in with a different pickle with a different brine. <laughs> take the garden hose. <laughs> yeah, that um. I'm not. I'm not gonna bring Halloween that up. topic. Halloween topic. Trying to trying to keep it on Halloween. Got to keep it on Halloween. Music for Halloween. What was your no? What was your favorite? Uh, what was your favorite Halloween costume? Out of all the years that I've ever had for myself personally, or that yeah, I've one that seen? you no, one that you actually. Oh, we'll do one in one. So, what was your personal favorite that you ever had throughout the years, and what was the best one you've ever seen? Fuck, that's hard. Um, that's what she I'm gonna said. say. The best one that I've ever seen is uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the anime Totoro. I know what it is. It's that big cat thing. Yeah. So, uh, Adam Savage from uh, that one show, the uh, Mythbusters. Mythbusters. Yeah. He he he's got a YouTube channel where he made that costume, and I gotta say, even though I'm not into anime or that particular anime. Costume blew me away. Probably the best one I've ever seen in my whole life. So I'll say that. Look that up, guys. Listeners, YouTube, Adam Sandwich, uh, Totoro. I think my favorite costume that I've ever personally worn was first grade. I dressed up as a spider. I just wanted to be a spider. And so my mom ended up... It was very simple. Like, black pants, like slacks, gray sweater with, like... Uh, it, was a, it was this pullover vest. And my mom had, like, a black shirt with me underneath this, like, a black shirt. And she went out and, like, got some, like, uh, pipe cleaners <laughs> and just used these giant fucking pipe cleaners for legs. Hell yeah. And they were flexible enough where they're, they're not going to hurt anyone. And uh, I remember going to school. Oh, no, that's not my favorite costume. Fuck. Okay. So, anyway, that was a really good costume. Everybody loved it. Pipe cleaners for arms. My favorite costume and a costume I could never replicate again because I was too young and stupid to know. I don't know if I've mentioned this to you. There's a year in fourth grade, I was Mr. T for Halloween. Fuck yes. Here's what happened. We yes. went to the costume store. We were having a costume contest throughout the school. Went to the costume store, and I couldn't find anything that I liked. But the year before, I was G.I. Joe. This year, I was looking for something, and my parents were like, just be G.I. Joe again. It's okay. And I'm like, nah, fuck y'all. Like, I'm not going to do that. Parents are always like, can we can we convince you to do the easier thing? And the kids can, are always like, no. Can we convince no. you to do the same costume again? And they're like, fuck. So, we, so it was funny. I was looking through the Halloween store. And I remember like looking through the Halloween store and finding toys for Power Rangers uh, Lightspeed Rescue, I think it was. Yeah. Maybe. But it wasn't Lightspeed Rescue in America. Like In America, we were still on like maybe like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. But the toys from Japan were already out. So it was like the car... It was like the car that morphed into a cop, but it was Power Rangers. Anyway, I digress. The costume store had a bald cap that was a mohawk, but it was a black mohawk. So yes. a black person bald cap. Yes. Black hair mohawk. And I'm like, fuck. I love the A-team. Give me Mr. T. And my mom was like, are you sure? And like, my mom <laughs> knew there was a problem with it, but she wasn't s- smart enough to really know how much in poor taste it is to go blackface. And she thought that it would be okay because I'm too young and innocent to actually understand the the implications behind it. So right. Well, I mean, yeah. If if you if you wanted to be Mr. T, just because you liked him, 
it's the problem. I was like, like what, how old are you? In... The problem. It's you gotta not take coming from a place of hate. So you've got to take however you older you are in third grade, and then minus a year because I was ahead of my class. So, uh, you know, here I, I show up for school, blackface with this bald cap, and I had hair, so it was like really, really impressive. And that's all. That's all that my parents really had to buy, because. I had the costume from the year before was G.I. Joe. So, like, Mr. T wore army fatigues in the A-Team. Perfect. So, I already had the boots. I already had the army fatigues. So, it's the same fatigues from last year with this bald cap. My mom bought some brown makeup to make me black-faced. And then from there, it was just a matter of doing, like, some chains. Like, some obnoxious, like, I don't know. I think she had chains from... I don't know where she got the chains from, but I think she might have got them from a neighbor or something. They were like Mardi Gras beads, kind of. Okay. I know my parents have never been to Mardi Gras, so there's that. But I remember I had like chains. And dude, I made such a great Mr. T. I had sunglasses that I wore to school where they would never let you do that. I had sunglasses. And it's funny because I, I don't remember Mr. T wearing sunglasses in the show. But dude, that brought the costume together. I looked like an adult. There's one sole picture that exists of me in that costume. And I remember showing it to one of my ex-girlfriends who just would, would laugh for like half an hour straight because it was so awesome. Yeah. Favorite costume of all time, everybody? Uh, Frank in uh, third or fourth grade. No, third grade. Definitely third grade. Mr. T. I actually almost won the school's costume contest. They who just, beat you? I don't remember who beat me, but I remember being told that it was kind of in bad taste to do blackface. <laughs> and that's why they didn't want me to win it. But dude, Bullshit. I, I had people that were walking up to me from other grades and other classes and being like, dude... I fucking heard about you, man. Yeah, like, I just got to tell T you. Rules. I just got to tell you, that costume is fucking gas. Like, gas. I, it was so yeah. good. It was so good. And again, that's another costume where I used the same gun that was like the fake plastic M16. <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> Free Columbine, everybody. Okay, your turn. That's you go. That's dope. Uh, yeah, my, sto- my story isn't as good. It's not even much of a story. But uh, yeah, my mom made me a dinosaur costume when I was five. Like the whole nine yards, like... It was pretty badass, man. She made it all out of felt. I still had the, um, I still saved like the dinosaur head. So it's like, it was like a whole like mascot costume that she had made yeah. from scratch. It was dope because Stegosaurus was my boy. And, uh, yeah, it was a bright red you're Stegosaurus. You're a Stegosaurus man? Yeah. I like Stegosaurus. It was my favorite, uh, dinosaur, which is a pretty unpopular, uh, favorite dinosaur. I, you know, it's what? kind of a lame one, but I, I, I really lame. liked it. I really liked how it had the spike tail and the spikes on its back. I was like, hell yeah. That's was, my, that's my, that that's my dino. Uh, my favorite dinosaur was the one that looked like a big, like, armored fucking tank. I don't remember what the name of it was. You know which one I'm talking about? It had, like, the big spikes on its tail, and it just had, like, a helmet. Kind of looked like an armadillo a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. It Was it on its hind uh, hind legs? No, 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 no. It was on its, it was on its four legs. Oh, I, yeah. What was that one called? I don't remember what yeah, that was. Yeah, I don't Fuck. Dinosaurs got so less popular after uh, yeah, they the were 90s. Tr- they, were, they, were, they were a big trend in, oh in the 90s God. of like, Jurassic Park. And uh, Transformers and things that connected to uh, giant robots that connected into other giant yeah, robots. So and those were, those were the when two, they broke apart, they could yeah. become cars and shit. Definitely two major trends. Dinosaurs, because they had like uh, Jurassic Park. And then they also had Living in the Land of the Lost. Oh, yeah. They also had the had show the dinosaurs with that. Yeah. They also had that show dinosaurs with that not the mama baby thing. Yeah. I don't get so it. So many dinosaurs. So they had creepy crawlers, which was like dinosaur themed shit. Yep. And then they also were selling these eggs where it's like you could buy them and like open them up and they had like plastic dinosaurs inside. I like those little sponges that you or those little pills you add water to and it becomes <laughs> an enormous fucking Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> it's hilarious. So you're either on that on that uh, sort of thing or you were on what you just mentioned, which was like. 
the Transformers kind of thing. And I was actually more that kid. I watched Transformers. Although once I got a little bit, little bit older, I didn't like Transformers as much. I actually used to watch a lot of uh, Batman, which was the like Batman the Animated Series. But as far as like the robot stuff goes, I never really liked Power Rangers for the storylines. I always liked them because of the robots. I always liked transforming like the Megazords. That's the reason why I like them. So I watched that show. There was another show that starred the kid uh, that was in Mrs. Doubtfire. Remember Mrs. Doubtfire, like the little boy? Like the eldest son? I, I don't recall, but anyway. Yeah, so they had a show with that kid. Uh, that kid starred in it. And that was uh, the Cyber Squad. Now, that was my fucking Cyber show. Cyber Squad. <laughs> that oh, was my man. fucking show, everybody. Was that after VR Troopers? That was at the same time that that show was on, uh, the VR Troopers show. And I, I used to not like VR Troopers very much. VR Troopers sucked. I had um, I had one of the action figures, but I don't know why. Cause the theme I song remember, sucked. I remember knowing that it was a second-rate show the, after the premise TMNT sucked. and The premise Power sucked. Rangers I remember the theme song was terrible. Like, the VR Troopers was like, oh, we got to find so-and-so's dad. I'm like, who cares? Who gives a <laughs> fuck? Who gives a flying fuck? We're superheroes. But uh, Cyber Squad was great. Uh, I bought all the Cyber Squad transforming robots. Um, my dad used to really like playing with those, too. But um, what else you got? I They're remember, cool, man. They're on, the, cool. on the topic of Halloween and those shows that were around at that time, do you remember Beetleborgs, the show? I, yeah. Yeah. Or uh, just just faintly, man. I was like yeah, so five when I saw that Beetleborgs shit. came out as like a Power Rangers type of show where it was like recycled footage from Japan of, of like these men wearing these mechanical outfits. Okay. And it was really funny because that's what Power Rangers was. It was like a recycled, recycled yeah, recycled Japanese footage. And what's really funny was so Beetleborgs came out, and it was the same thing. Like they Americanized it where it's like they had shooting here in America of like these kids in school and these kids. The premise was fucking stupid. They go to a, I think they go to a haunted house. Well, actually, I think the premise was there's a comic book about Beetleborgs and there's these superhero robot adults. And these kids somehow find the artist, and then the comic book gives them their power with the help of a haunted house. And, like, that's a lot. It's a lot. And it was really funny because these three, like, school-age kids, one, I remember the girl is super strong. There's, the there's like, the, the one kid who's super fast. He's the green one. Like, the girl's the red one. The kid, the, the kid who wears the green is super fast. And then the other kid, uh, who's the blue Beetleborg, has like telepathy powers or like can move shit around with his mind like that's that was a premise and like every show there'd be a haunted house that would just be your classic monsters that would interact with each other so you had like the mummy and the stupid dracula the stupid fucking werewolf like it was so dumb like who watches this kind of crazy blown out shit like i don't even know who writes a show like that but it was really funny because that show failed after a couple seasons, and then yeah, as I'm hearing it now, I'm like, what a god awful premise a fucking, that was! It's a, it was what a, a stinker! It was a clusterfuck. Jeez. And then uh, I remember watching the last, the last episode of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, like when space was done. They had the last episode of Mighty Morphin before they went off on these weird wild cats, and I don't even know what. But it was funny because. There was so much recycled footage and costumes of all these Japanese shows. The Beetleborgs were actually enemies of the Power Rangers. Did you know this? No shit. No shit, dude. If you go back and watch it, dude, the Beetleborg costumes are like the enemies of the Power Rangers. And they're all voiced by like adult people. Like, wow, what the fuck? Wow. <laughs> That's interesting. But that I was a no show idea. that was like haunted house centric. We can talk about that since it's a Halloween episode. How did you feel about like Scooby-Doo? Scooby-Doo sucks ass. 
That show has always sucked ass, and that's an overrated ass show. It is overrated. I remember watching it. Yeah, when it when like it uh, yeah when it when it would come on when I was like, I guess like ten or eleven. I was like, all right, Scooby Doo. It's like so popular, like everyone fucking loves it. And I watched it. I'm like, this is bullshit. It's there's only one there's only one suspect every episode. Yeah, you and it's know, like you know oh it's wow be. oh wow. It turns out it was the only suspect, and it was that guy who didn't want people coming near his farm. No shit. It was, it was like such a piece of garbage ass show. That man. show went on forever, and then they had like the junior Scooby Doo, which was like all the junior monsters. It was oh hilarious. And I just, I just Why remember Scooby Doo popular. In, in it's retro- like Betty Boop. Why the fuck is that popular? I've never, Should I don't like, even know what like, that is. Yeah, like Felix the Cat. Like who the fuck? Oh, what that? the fuck is that? <laughs> what the fuck? Gross, man. Get the fuck out of here. No, I, I just remember like, I think it was Family that made a joke about Scooby Doo that was hilarious, which was like. Oh, Shaggy and Scooby, you go investigate the murder. I'm going to go back to the van with Velma and Daphne. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go check them out for a while. It's like, no, I think we were going to check out the basement, Daphne. Like, <laughs> Scooby is oh, man. so lame, man. It's what is, so what bad. is that? It's so bad. What it was, the fuck was that? The, uh, just like, dude, I don't even know. I don't even know what to say about it. I'm just trying to think about like horror-related shows. Can you think of any other ones? Well, I one one hot docket issue I have for you is yes, uh, did, what was the scariest? So, originally trick or treat, there was supposed to be a lot more tricks involved. Like you'd actually get scared when you would uh, go to someone's house. Yeah. Do you, do I, do you remember any of those? Did any people um, still keep in the true spirit of tricks and treats in there? Did did damn, they? Did you ever get scared a, when you went? That's such a good question because I I think that there was. Because you can't you can't get away with any anymore. Like the one I remember, there was. Well, there's a couple, but the best one, the most scared shitless little Jeffy ever got on on a Halloween, was this guy came to the door with a fucking chainsaw, a real <laughs> chainsaw. Can't get away with oh that one God. anymore, man. You cannot get away with that one anymore. But yeah, he was stuck, and it was like gas powered and everything. It was the real one. It just didn't have the fucking yeah. blade on it. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. We we peeled out of there. That was the fastest I ever ran in my life. Th- and then he's like, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding king size bars so what? I'll, tell you a, I'll tell you a story so I was a, a wee young and I lived in Villa Park and I must have been in like either kindergarten or like first grade there's these people that moved across the street that were like hippies and like true story the mom used to say that she was like a witch or like a wicked kind of deal oh, which is bullshit God. I don't know I can't I fucking can't white people that, I can't stand that shit uh, white so, people and their bullshit yeah it's like hippie dippy bullshit like collecting rain in the sunlight like oh it's the blessing rain go fuck yourself (laughs) get out of the damn road (laughs) get off my lawn no so uh you know the parents actually made a a really big effort for us to play with their their kids because they were the same age they had the same interests like they played with ninja turtles and shit they were a lot better off financially so i feel like their kids always got like the newest and best toys and so like i was over there all the time and i remember like one day it was like a fall day like this and i must have been like first grade or something like that or kindergarten and my brother and i went over there and like the the dad asked my parents like hey can i have the kids over for a bonfire we'll do like this s'mores thing and my parents were like yeah sure just make sure they're back by whatever time and i remember the dad was pounding some beer <laughs> like yes. and then his wife were pounding beer we're all having a bonfire we let some bottle rockets go. It was it was a really good time, man. And then once it got, I want to be, like, be there right dude, now. Like, after, oh dude, man, after, what's what's better than this, dude? It was so good. Like he had this giant rope that was tied to a really tall tree, 
talking like 50 feet in the air, like the other side of the rope was tied to the house. Remember at Home Alone how he had that rope from the treehouse to the house? Hell yeah. Dude, they had that, and they were letting us like go off on that thing. Like they had a, like a waist strap. Like they were letting us zip line in the back. like, yeah, sure, go for it. Dude, so good. So I remember my brother and I were sitting at this bonfire with like all the neighbor kids. And like the dad and his wife were just pounding beer. And they decided to start telling ghost stories. And they told they started telling a story about the house they were currently living in was like super haunted. And as a kid, I was already scared of my own basement. Like I really felt like it was haunted. And so they were talking about the house across the street. And the first question the dad asked is like, do you guys ever feel like your house is haunted? And dude, we all raised our hands about the basement, about our basements respectively. Uh, dad went, <laughs> the dad went to the story about how his house was haunted and they were like talking to the ghost the ghost said he wasn't going to leave him alone and it was so believable and they, like the wife had gotten so drunk she started crying when he was telling the story which added credence to it oh and my I, God. I started crying and my brother's like dude man up I'm like I was crying man up and it was around Halloween I remember like the two kids up, didn't give a fuck dude the two kids didn't give a fuck they had a picnic table and they uh, had an extension cord and they were doing the creepy crawler things remember those yeah the little, like, burn the shit out of yourself, molten <laughs> yeah, plastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The two kids Here, kids, were, here's the fucking oven. Dude, the two kids were doing that. The two girls were playing with a Ouija board. Me and my brother and, like, this other neighbor kid were, like, talking to the parents who were telling this ghost story. After this ghost story, I remember leaning over to my older brother and being like, dude, we need to get the fuck out. Well, not, I didn't swear. I'm like, we need to get out of here. I'm not staying around for this. And uh, my brother's like, sure, we'll go after this. So they're done telling the ghost story. I remember thinking to myself, or, like, it was one of the very first times where you want to get to somewhere really quick so you run and you pretend like something's after you dude i cannot tell you how quickly i ran across that street into my house and like into the arms of my parents like how <laughs> scared i was dude that i think was the scared most scared that I'd ever been as a kid like oh my god was that a great halloween wait so so, so was so was the dad pounding beers he legitimately believed it was haunted or he was messing with you he was messing with us but 10 the, out of 10. And, and the mom the mom was fake crying? The mom, it's funny because when they started drinking the beer, it's almost like they Oh, it had, turns out she was depressed anyway. <laughs> no, 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 no. Here's the thing. They both wanted to fool us. But imagine getting like so nice and buzzed that you can totally act. Like your acting ability goes way up. The mom just started crying about it because like she, she, like, she wanted to fool us too. Yeah. So she did the only thing she could think of, which was to start crying. It was so amazing. Dude, so fucking good. Dude, and that then sucks that you can't the do that next anymore. night dude the next night can't scare some random dude, this fucking troll ass know. neighbor the last thing i'll say about it this troll ass neighbor guy across the street uh my stepbrother who was living with us at the time decided he was gonna hit up the blockbuster before coming home and, and he rented uh friday the 13th on nes you nice. remember this no, i didn't oh it, no. amazing the best music i had the music as my ringtone for a while scary fucking game i couldn't even watch it the music alone scared the shit out of me so much i couldn't watch it and then during the night that we were playing this fucking game, it was like the night before Halloween or something like that. Like, there's a bunch of like fire trucks and cops on our street because like we had such a quiet little street, like that would never happen, right? So my parents like literally left to go see what happened, right? It was like down the street, and like my brother and I left the house and my stepbrother stayed inside, and my brother and I were nosy and we were like, what, "What's going on?" You know? And I remember this troll ass guy from across the street that was telling us the scary stories was out. He didn't go down the street because he was a lazy fuck. And we're like, Mr. Van. His name was Van, like last name, like a like a vehicle van. I'm like, Mr. Van, what's going on? And he's like, 
there's a lady that lives down the street, and uh, they just found her. She didn't have any eyes. She's dead in her chair, like in the living room. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. My brother and I, like, shit our pants because he made it seem like there was an axe murderer out there. Hell yeah. And we were already playing a scary fucking Nintendo game, dude. My brother and I shit our pants, ran inside. My brother locked himself in the bathroom for, like, two hours and said that he had diarrhea, which wasn't true. Me, I didn't know what to do, so like, I, I had a childhood dog that I just kind of cuddled up with under a blanket. I'm like, all right, laddie, you and me, bro, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna take this to the lot. Eventually, eventually, my uh, my parents came back and they're like, yeah, some bullshit, some guy like passed out, but like, nobody was dead, nobody's eyes were missing. But Halloween trolling, man, I plan to do it. Dude, but you can't anymore. You can't just do that to Why even not? even if it's someone you well, okay, maybe if you know the parents, then you can get away with it if you already know they're gonna be okay, but you can't do it to strangers like yeah, that guy I, I told I you so. about who came after me with the fucking chainsaw. I guess I guess you're right. You can't do that to strange kids anymore. Dude, you get arrested. I'll tell you a story about parents not knowing arrested. each other. So the vans lived across the street to the left a little bit. There was this house, like three houses also. Uh so there was this house that was across the street and a few doors down the other way. And there was like a like a couple with only like a like an only child who would never like come out and play. And this is not a Halloween story, but it was hilarious. So, um, they had a yard sale, and I was just like a nosy little kid. I used to play outside by myself all the time. And I remember this guy had a yard sale, so I went to go look at his yard sale, <laughs> just going across the street. And the guy was selling a bunch of junk, like that's how that's what they are. And then the guy was selling like a like an AM FM radio, like this old timey one. It looked great. It looked like something out of like one of those post apocalyptic games or whatever. Yeah. It looked really great. I was like, dude, how much for this radio? He's like, do you actually have money? I'm like, actually not. I was just going to ask my parents. He's like, I'll tell you what. He's like, if you don't have any money, I'll tell you what, I'll give you that clock radio, but you've got to agree to do some like chores for me. He said it like that. And I think his intent was like, dude, cut my grass or something. And we'll like, I'll give it to you. So I was like, oh, I'll think about it. I don't know, sir. And, like, I walked away. <laughs> I went home. And then later on, like, my mom was pseudo friends with those people, but my dad didn't know who they were. So I, like, went home and we're eating dinner. And they're like, oh, what did you do today, Frankie? I was like, oh, man, I went across the street and checked out this yard sale. And this guy said he would give me his alarm clock if I did things for him. And my dad's like, what the fuck? <laughs> What the fuck, dude? My dad got up from the table, flipped over. Dude, I remember my dad got up from the table so fast his silverware fell on the floor. It's like, dude, my dad came up to me and like put his armor like on my shoulder firm. He's like, oh, you need shit. to tell me right now what that conversation was. He's like cut, he cut his grass, Jesus. And, I, and I'm like, I don't know. He just said like I gotta do chores or favors, and he'll give me that clock radio. Dude, would you believe my dad went right out the front door and the dude's like putting away his garage sale. My dad walks out. Did you ever see like uh, Goodfellas? Oh, of course, yeah. The That's scene my where favorite he, the scene. scene where I know the scene. Henry walks across yeah, the street yeah, with the that, gun that and beats the yeah. shit out of the guy. Pistol whips his ass. Yeah. Oh. My man. dad walked over. Touch her again. I swear same, on my mother, you're fucking dead. The same stance. And my dad used to be in the gang and shit and knows martial arts. Dude, my dad walked over with the same on a mission, no bullshit. Walks over there, doesn't beat the shit out of him. He's like, "What did you say to my kid?" The guy's like, "Dude, I just." I just wanted him to like maybe like clean the gutters or like sweep my driveway because he doesn't have any money. He's like, I was gonna sell this alarm clock for fourteen dollars. Like, dude, I'm just like whatever. Like, I didn't even know what the conversation was, but I was watching from the the window like crying because like I'm like, Danny, he, he didn't mean anything by it, dude. My mom was like trying to like call a wife from inside the house, like landline to landline, but she was like flipping through this fucking like little black book of the neighbors' numbers yeah, trying like, to figure oh, out shit, which oh, neighbor shit, it was. Oh, shit. Dude, it was hilarious. That guy, 
got so scared, I literally never saw him or his family again. Like, they wouldn't even leave the house. <laughs> like, my dad put the fear of God into this guy. They quit their jobs. They just get, they just lived Dude, off welfare. I swear to God, this guy, this guy would be, like, outside. And he was not even that old. He was, like, maybe in his early 40s or something like that. <laughs> Late 30s, early 40s. He'd be outside, like, sweeping his driveway. Or, like, he'd have the hose with his driveway, clean his driveway and shit. After that day, dude, the grass was growing up through the cracks in his driveway. My parents would be like, oh, he's not out there pulling his fucking grass. My dad's like, that motherfucker better clean up his lawn because I'll be over there knocking on the door, telling him that I'm going to fucking do it for him. And, like, long story short, after my dad scared the shit out of this guy, the guy's wife gave this alarm clock to my mom who gave it to me like dude i hope you're happy i hope you fucking relish this alarm clock for the rest of your life your dad came home saw the clock he's like you little slut what the fuck did you do for this nah dude no so here the the real problem with the the real issue with that story is uh my parents used to be part of the church and it turns out that the guy that gave my brother his communion was molesting children so that that whole situation came off the heels of that happening so here's my dad super paranoid about that happening to anybody in the community. And my dad actually, right before this whole thing happened with the neighbor, sat my brother and I down. He's like, oh, has anyone ever touched you like, in an inappropriate way? And we're like, what does that mean? It's like, in a way that made you feel uncomfortable. Like, you would know what I'm talking about. And we're like, no, I don't know. Not at all. Yeah. So it's funny with that the guy from the church when that happened. This guy, his name was Father John. Uh, as soon as he got... On notice. Father John's on notice. So I'm what sure ha- the Vatican what already hit his ass. Dude got arrested. He's, he's nice and safe somewhere. I'm dude sure. got arrested, made bail. Like the church oh, bailed him out instantly. Instantly, instantly, dude, with both our parents. The money. church, yeah. The church flew this guy out of the country immediately. Yeah. Nobody knows where he went. Yeah, that's that's why I can't. That's why I can't get behind the church, man. That's, that's one of it the precisely. For me. So I, I said it to my brother, I'm like, well, what's worse than that? I mean, come on. What's worse than that? The opposite of what's better than this. What's worse than what's molesting worse than children this? and defending children. and defending the All right, what, what else you got on the docket? That's a spooky. That's a spooky story. Wouldn't that be funny if uh, your dad was actually right and that guy, that was what that guy had in mind? You know what? There's no reason for me to believe that may have not been the case. It's. I mean, maybe. I mean, because yeah, I don't know. Dude, could you imagine? It's like you find out that your one kid got his holy communion from a priest who was molesting boys. Luckily, you, you buy into the fact that your kid was not one of those kids. And then the next maybe week, your other son has, like, a maybe proposition from the old neighbor across the street. Nothing spookier than that. You know who he looked like? He looked like our friend Jimmy that got fired. <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about it, just imagine if Jimmy had those big glasses oh, from man. the 90s that dude, were big and clear. Oh, man, dude. I was about to say shout out to Jimmy. Please come on anytime, but I don't think he's allowed in here. Well, no, <laughs> I don't he, think dude, he's allowed in here, Jimmy, man. Jimmy, I'm going to hook up with you on LinkedIn. Rest in peace, Jimmy. I'm going to hook up with you on LinkedIn. We're going to have you via the internet. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> Please, you could do our intro, Jimmy. <laughs> that would be a that would be a great call-in. If we could have him call in and give us his uh, official side of the story. Oh, dude. Uncensored, you know unrated. Good radio. Dude, that's fucking classic. That'd that's instant classic. Instant gas, bro. Right, instant fucking what, gas. What else you got on the uh, Halloween docket? Um, oh, you brought up Ouija boards. I did. I've got a story if you want to hear one. But you go before first. you dive in. Yeah, before you dive into that story, I just wanted to say. Who is the genius down at, is it Parker Brothers? Parker Brothers, no. So Ouija boards were a, a big thing from a long ass time ago. Nobody knows who actually like did the first one, but Parker Brothers eventually did get the rights from yeah. uh, somebody who then, Parker Brothers, sold it to Hasbro, I think, who is it now. And it's like, hats off to that genius who's like, hey, 
people are so fucking stupid. All we gotta do is sell them a piece of cardboard and a piece of plastic with a circle on it, and we'll. I wonder. I want to know how much. I want to know how much profit they made off of that. It's a snake dude. oil product, right? Oh my god, dude. But yeah, how? Was, I it's can't like, believe that became a so, thing. People so are so fucking dumb <laughs> that they buy those. They buy those. People. There, every so often, there's somebody's like, "Oh, dude, a pet rock." <laughs> It was brilliant. Pet Rock is brilliant, man. I'm that guy where every time I see that and I'm like, here I am working like a fucking idiot. When it's like, all you got to do is invent something stupid. I mean, it's like you invent Easier something that already done, exists though. that like you're just selling wow, at it, a high price. It doesn't have to be a good invention. It just has to Dude, sell. it's like there's that's somebody that like, could you imagine there's somebody that's like growing chia seeds and it, he's growing it out of one of those standard uh, planters pots. He's like, oh, dude, chia pet. <laughs> if I make the pot shaped like a guy's head and then. Boom. Rich. <laughs> you got a Ouija story? I do. Uh, this one's not true, but it was told to me as if it was. Uh, basically, there's there's a group of guys being dudes that I'm not part of this group, but it was a uh, friend of a friend or something like that. I don't, I don't even remember. But uh, basically, these guys are going to have a, like a fishing bros type of day, but they're going to drive out to wherever. And the one fishing bro is like, yo, let's do this Ouija board before we go. And they're like, nah, maybe not. Let's not do that. Let's just, we'll hold off. Maybe we'll take it to the woods and do it in the woods. So then, like, they take it out to the woods and they're fishing and they're like, they're having some beer and they like start doing the Ouija. I don't even remember what the Ouija said, but it scared one of them. Like, it was like a, a secret between two of the guys that the third one didn't know about. So, like, when the secret was revealed on the board, he's like, you dude, what the fuck, bro? Like,. <laughs> I know, I didn't just spill out my biggest secret here. What the fuck? <laughs> so they got into, like, a big fight about it, and, like, <laughs> they decided to rip the fucking Ouija board in half and leave it out in the fucking woods. Yeah. And then, like, the story goes that, like, they drive home, and it's, like, a fucking 12-hour drive or some bullshit like that. And they get home, and the Ouija board's on the fucking front porch, and it's the same dun, board. Dun, dun. It's the same board with the same markings and shit. Like, that's a story I know. Yeah. Which is bullshit. We, we all got them. How are people so gullible with that shit? <laughs> the, um, oh, oh one, th one uh, just really quickly back to costumes. I forgot. So I told you my favorite costume. Shouts out to Terry for making that amazing dinosaur costume. Um, what up, Terry? You're welcome on the podcast anytime. Up, She's not listening to this. But um, in high school, uh, we used to have this amazing, uh, we used to have like our own cafeteria workers who would make their own shit. There's a great rib sandwich called the Ribby Q. Oh. And so I, I just wrapped myself in tin foil like it came wrapped in tin foil, and I made the <laughs> price tag for a Ribby Q, and I was a Ribby Q. That's awesome, dude. Hell yeah. I enjoyed Hell that yeah. costume a lot, and uh, I bring it up because I'll never forget. I was like, I was like walking down the stairs, and there was a football player on the first landing who he just looks up and immediately just goes, Ribby Q, who would want to eat you? Are you fucking gay? <laughs> <laughs> and little Jeffy is like, oh. <laughs> Uh, uh, those are my those are my favorite type of people. Not because I agree with their message, but their mentality is just so ridiculous. Like, what funny. are you gay? Yeah. <laughs> just like, I didn't know like, him. He didn't know me. But he just saw it and then that, instantly. The just people like, that say that gay? and mean it, they're like, "What are you fucking gay?" Yeah, he's, he was like <laughs> mad. He was like, "Like I I ruined his day." Yeah. Well, oh, dude. Yeah, he. That's. Let me ask you that. Let me ask you this question. I want an honest answer. This is a Halloween question. You ready? Go. Zombie apocalypse happens. All the government shut down. People are turning into zombies. You're like trying to like, you know, fend for yourself. You maybe have your lady friend. You run into me on the streets. 
I'm getting by somehow. I don't know how because I cannot run. I cannot run any zombies. But uh, maybe I have a gun. I don't know. Let's say we decide to hole up somewhere, abandon the car. I don't know what. And then time's ticking. We got a good water supply. But like time's ticking. You're getting hungry, dude. Who would you eat, me or your lady friend? Man, like kill and eat their body for for nourishment. Fuck. Damn. Well. Ah, man. You're definitely of more value in the zombie apocalypse, even though I can't have sex with you. You'd have all the. You have a lot more local and technical know-how. Let me let me ask. You know, you would know where we could hole up. So, I, I would. I, I would know man, how to put I, together. I would know how to. Dude, I'd be that guy that could put some shit together. You'd but be let, able to rig some things. Together, yeah, I, yeah, I could. I could uh, Jerry rig some things. But my question also is, let's say, let's just say, before you give me your answer, let's just say that you choose to eat your lady friend. But then, you know, we're the last two survivors, and you're like really horny. <laughs> is it gay to have sex with me if I'm dead or a zombie? I think so. It's I would gay. say. Uh, yeah, Zombies, I would say you so. You have a gay with a zombie corpse. I have a t-shirt, actually, that says uh, gay necrophilia is still necrophilia. But the point is, we're asking if it's still gay. Not still necrophilia. You Damn idiot. it, I ruined the quote. I meant to say <laughs> oh, come on. Necro- Damn it. Okay, that t-shirt fine, says. fine. You know what? We get. We, the I answer got, I got is you. it's still gay. Okay. What are you? A, what are you? A rib sandwich? Who the <laughs> fuck would want to eat you, Frank? Are you fucking gay? Are you fucking gay? What are you fucking gay? <laughs> yeah, was, podcast, I, I remember. I remember it like it was yesterday. This guy was so mad. He was like, "Who would want to eat you? Are you fucking gay?" <laughs> hey, listen. So, you have to you have to oh, answer my man. question. Like, what's more important to you? The ability to procreate and, and, and figure out the human race. Fuck that. Or is, it that is it more that you're despairing and you want somebody that okay, can actually no, you know fix what? a car? and like? Oh, man, you know what? <sighs> Shit. That's a tough one if I got to choose between you two. I think, man, think I guess. It, think about it. Because like, <sighs> I'd be more useful in the short term. Because I'll say this right now. She would be absolutely useless around here. I would be useless, and so would she, okay, since she's can, not from here. Can, we don't know We don't know the ins and outs of Chicago. And, like, so in a zombie apocalypse, we're booked. Like, there's no there's no way out. So I can survive longer with you, but do I want to survive is the question. I don't know, man. That's a tough one. It would be fun. A zombie apocalypse would be fun just in terms of weaponry and, like, choosing your weapon and getting your post-apocalyptic uh, yeah, like, outfit together. I would have a shoulder – I would have, like, a shoulder pad with, like, spikes coming off it. Shoulder barge. Fuck yeah, dude. dude. I, you know, here's the thing. It's like when you're that would be GTA, fun. When you're playing GTA, that's the thing that everybody does is they – you know, you go and you, you, uh, you run down the civilians on the street. You know, like, everybody wants to do that with zombies. You figure that – I still need an answer, man. I still want to know, like – who do you pick? Do you do you pick somebody who like, let's say the zombie apocalypse is over and there's not many people on Earth. Like you guys could like, start humanity, yeah. or is it so bleak? Dude, yo, <laughs> like, I don't want a baby now. You think I would want a baby in the apocalypse, bro? Ah, that's a good Fuck point. That. That's a good point. I would have to say, yeah, I would have to kill you and then just take my chances, roll the <laughs> dice. Because what the what the fuck good what the fuck good is surviving if there's no pussy, you know? Oh God! All right, well, I really don't want to fuck you, Frank, and I know that's where this is heading. But I'm sorry, <laughs> you're not, not a rib sandwich. Oh God! Are you fucking gay? What are you fucking gay? <laughs> so, How much time we got left? Do we got, we got time uh, for the last spooky topic on the spooky dog. We got about nine ten minutes. I have a, uh, I actually, I have an orange, I have an orange and black folder with glitter and uh, plastic spiders all Literally over it. Literally, he's just, just got an occasion. orange sticky notepad. Yep, it's, it's Halloween, it's Halloween themed. And uh, I thought it would be, since, you know, it's all, it's all about scaring and being scared. 
you have any phobias? Oh man, that's a really good question. Um, really, dude. Um, I think there there are things that I'm irrationally scared of. That's, um, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, what are you irrationally scared of? Uh, well, so I'm pretty good about being brave and killing spiders. I think if there was like a real life tarantula or something, I'd kill it without hesitation. Like, I'd literally, I've literally punched a mouse. Fuck yeah. Hell Dude, yeah. True story. That's so satisfying. Dude, Hell yeah. True story. <laughs> Here's what happened. So my first apartment was kind of, kind of a shithole. And uh, my one girlfriend that I had during college was there. And I was like, we had like one of those L sh- shaped couches, you know? Yeah. So she was Super sitting. Super comfy. Yeah. So she was sitting on best. one part of the L couch. And then I was laying across the other part of the L couch on my laptop. Uh, and uh, we were doing homework, right? And <laughs> from out of nowhere, there was a huge mouse that like came out just to sniff around because that's how quiet we were studying. The TV was on, so there was like ambient noise. And like she, she's like, Frank, I'm like, what's up? She's like, I don't want to alarm you, but there's a mouse right next to you on the floor. I, like look over, like I look down off the couch. And sure enough, the thing's like sniffing around, but... He's kind of like just doing his thing. He's not really like concerned about us. He's got a pair of fucking super balls. He's a, he's about to be concerned. So then he's about to be she's concerned. Like, she's like, what do we do? I'm like, I got an idea. Ready? And she thinks that like I'm going to somehow capture it so we could release it in the woods and be happy. Dude, I had this uh, manila envelope and I kind of like gently like laid it over the mouse so the mouse wouldn't get too scared. And to my surprise it didn't get spooked because you figure they're so sensitive to everything but i did it in a way where i almost let it fall over the mouse naturally at its own speed because it's kind of shaped in a way where it catches some air some resistance dude as soon as that was on the mouse i took my right hand and punched that son of a bitch so hard so hard that you would you heard the concrete that was under the rug the manila folder flipped over with some of its guts and the mouse yes. was so dead it was jumping like because its nerves were still like kicking like it was hot, like it was like jumping but it wasn't even on its legs it was, fuck yeah dude my girlfriend screamed like what a monster you are i'm like dude what do you want me to do like i didn't have a fucking mouse trap here hell yeah punch the mouse so like going back to the phobia one of the things that i'm actually scared of is do you ever see these uh, uh water centipedes that are like living pipes Kind of, I mean, I can I'm going to bring that. up a picture just so your ass can see. Oh. I'm irrationally scared of those fucking things. And even then, like, I still have killed them. Like, I've still, like, stepped on them. But they're just fucking nasty and gnarly looking. Here, come over here and take a look at my screen. Now, these live around here in the pipes. One of these motherfuckers. Fucking gross. <laughs> Disgusting. Wrong. I'm trying to think about any other phobias I have. I think my biggest phobia, and it's not even a thing, but I think my biggest fear is just being in debt, which is already reality. So it's like living the the phobia. uh, Yeah, that is just too true. Yeah. What about you? I've always, always been deathly afraid of snakes. If I see a snake slither, it freaks me the fuck out. Really? It freaks me the fuck out. Just always, yeah, just irrational fear. And like I like like you said, I've picked them up before, like little garter snakes and shit. Like I've like overcome it enough to be like, oh yeah, this isn't so bad. But then if I set it back down and it starts slithering away, I just like, oh, man, it just makes my fucking, oh. it just makes you go like that. His his like uh, when you see like when you see. <laughs> I was, when I, was I see gonna a say, snake, I was my gonna... scrotum retracts up into my body cavity. <sighs> basically, back man. to you, Jeff. Fucking basically, man. <laughs> it's almost like my reaction when I see a group of Hasidic Jews. 
The other, Frank, the other day I was on the bus coming to work and uh, I saw a group of Hispanics. <laughs> I don't even know how to end that. That wall had better be built in the next turn, let me tell you. Anyway, um, <laughs> what else you got? You got anything for the last five minutes? I think uh, I think we're pretty, well, what are we forgetting? I don't, did we cover everything we Halloween related? I think we covered a lot. Have you ever known anyone that has gotten murdered or is there anybody that's ever died in front of you? Go. No, no, I've been pretty. I've been pretty good with death in that respect. I've never known anyone who got murdered. Um, just you know, unfor unfortunately, you know, you know people who uh, pass away or people who take their own life. But I don't know anyone who's ever been murdered personally. Dude, I gotta pee like a racehorse. Let's just. You wanna just close it real quick? I gotta piss so bad right ladies, now ladies and gentlemen we're closing like, up this podcast gotta because pee so bad we gotta we gotta pee so bad everybody we we, we, <laughs> we can't be we can't be doing this podcast and have <laughs> and have our have our bladder so full everybody oh real quick real quick the fact my uh my fat oh. guy move of the week was uh when i went uh when i went to the bathroom and i was taking off my jacket i was like what's in my pocket i found a fucking cheese stick in my pocket that i had <laughs> forgotten about <laughs> That is definitely a fat guy move, putting food in your pocket and forgetting about it. My fat guy move was I had a meeting to go to, and I was eating a cookie. That's like I didn't want to go to the meeting with coffee and a cookie, so I just submerged <laughs> the cookie and went with it like as if I was drinking it. <laughs> that was a good-ass coffee. It's <laughs> a really good move. It's a delicious coffee. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, <laughs> you can't you can't show up to a business meeting with a fucking cookie. No, dude. Like you fat fuck. I drank the Put cookie. Put that shit like, down. We're talking business here. Frank, what the fuck, man? This is a serious. This is all very true and serious. Oh fuck yeah. All right, guys, we're gonna I close this it. one up. We wish you a safe Halloween, a scary Halloween. One of the things is we're gonna be uh, broadcasting live very soon. I think it'd be really cool if um, we could hear about your Halloween experiences once we have this call-in system. Uh, it's gonna happen very, very, very soon. So. We got to pee. We're going to let you go. And uh, anything anything by you there, Jeff? At Super Balls Pod, at New Haven Jeff, on the Twitters, Spotify, Super Balls Pod, CastBox. You could also look my name Apple. up in Google, Frank Barrientos. That's B-A-R-R-I-E-N-T-O-S. He's got nude photos up there. Check it out. Look at my nudes, everybody. Check out his nudes. Check out my nudes. Seriously, <laughs> who said that? <laughs>